fix that on this next go round. But this one's just taking a long time updating. And that's another thing I don't understand. I mean, the volume is so small. This is incredible. What I'll do is I'll just put it like right here in the middle and see what happens. Leaving the um, leaving the volume alone. This subject is so upsetting. It makes me, um, you know, just sort of blank out mentally. It's like I. My mind just freezes. Let's see how it popped out again. There's still something wrong with this one. Because now I have to... I don't know what happened to that one. Okay, well, the volume's okay on, on it now. Go figure. Okay, so this is the rest. Sasha Stone uh, interviewing about um, child sex trafficking. And he pulls up his little cell phone and he orders himself a Domino's pizza and then he hits the dark web. He hits a, a, a something like Backpage that used to exist, you know, one of the sites that sells underage women and he puts in his parameters and he gets a girl who's driven to his house and dropped off or he gets to go visit her in a hotel room. It is much safer and much, much easier for him to indulge his perverse inclinations than it used to be. And the bad guys have figured it out and they are making a killing on it in terms of the profit. I mean, they are making one to two million, the pimps running underage girls in America are making one to two million a year tax-free black market money. That is good money for a bad guy. Very good. And uh, how do we begin now, given this travesty, this abomination that we're describing, how do we begin to tell the public? Well, how does an administration, the public, the truth of the horrors in our civilizational basement? You know, I think it's incumbent upon the people to put this problem in check. Because this problem can only really flourish in the basement, in the dark, when nobody knows about it. When people rise up and say enough, we're going to be done. And to, to handle the whole issue, we need to handle the demand. Because the simple fact is, you know, we can say all we want about the bad guy in Asia who's selling seven-year-olds to, to, you know, pedophile dentists in Cambodian brothels. But if there were no buyer there he wouldn't be selling the seven-year-old for sex. He'd be selling cocaine to an addict or heroin in that region, right? Golden triangle. He'd be, selling, he'd be selling something else. So when you have 
uh, law enforcement in the U.S. arresting the girl in the equation 70% of the time, the pimp 20% of the time, and the buyer only 10% of the time, you've got a freaking problem that is never going to resolve. You need to be arresting the buyer. Sweden criminalized the buying of, of sex and and all, of, all that goes with it, and they have made it the equivalent of a U.S. felony for somebody to go buy a kid for sex. Guess what kind of a problem they don't have anymore? Human trafficking yeah. in large part. Because the pimps yeah. are like, yo, that is way too much liability for me. I'll go to Disneyland in California and sell girls there because I can do it and get away scot-free. So um, if you can actually raise young men and women, because we're not immune, to not teach, you know, to not treat people as commodities and to enforce the law so that if those people stray and they do try to buy sex from an underage minor or a bad guy selling it, they are now locked up for 10 years, you are going to have one heck of a lever to beat back this problem, regardless of the country or the agency who's enforcing. Okay, what has the Trump administration done, uh, particularly to curb the scourge of uh, human trafficking and beauty? They've done a lot. I mean, every time I turn around over the last four years, I'm seeing another bust uh, from another agency, you know, interdepartmental liaising between Department of, uh, you know, DHS and ICE type people and feds and state. You know, there's one in Michigan, there's one in Florida, and you've got the feds working with the state to do these busts, and they're arresting pedophiles, and they're arresting the buyers, and they're getting the girls help. And the fact that you're seeing that on a consistent basis is a result of the fact that the person at the top of the food chain in our country said this is a priority. We are not going to turn a blind eye to this anymore. I mean, there are, for crap's sake, there are tunnels between Mexico and Southern California, where I live, that are stuccoed with air conditioning that they are using to not move drugs because that's not their highest profit margin uh, products anymore, but to move little kids. And, you know, you've got agencies now who are working together to take these types of criminal enterprises out of commission. And I believe that is a direct result of the Trump administration's focus on eradicating human trafficking. Does he get any accolades and, and any attaboys from the press for it? No, he doesn't. Does anybody know that he gave tons of money, more than Obama ever did, to all of the black colleges? No, they don't, because perception is reality. Perception is created by the PR propaganda machine, just like it was in Nazi Germany under Joseph Goebbels. And what that PR machine is doing over the last four years is saying, we're not going to focus on pedophilia. We're not going to focus on the good guys who are eradicating it. But Trump is one of the good guys, and there has been a lot done on his watch and under his tutelage to eradicate the problem here in America. Indeed, I think uh, I don't think I know because I'm so involved in this particular area of focus and have been for years in activism. But uh, so I know for a fact that um, uh, Donald Trump came like Ezekiel's chariot out of the heavens on this particular issue. It was just for for me. I think I fell to my knees and bawled my eyes out when I saw that executive pen hitting the paper in early 2016. For me, it was extraordinarily moving because I knew what that would how that would uh, uh, ricochet out and what that yeah. palpable effect would be on the lives of uh, millions and millions of people. Um, Correct. Was Pizzagate responsible for thwarting uh, the bitch Clinton, I'm so sorry, uh, for thwarting Hillary Clinton's uh, at a bid at the presidency in 2016? I don't know, but I am certainly happy that we are talking about things like Hunter Biden's laptop, a Wiener's laptop, 
pizza gate and all that goes with it i mean i i you know when when lynn wood said the other day in that very cryptic but also very direct tweet that we're going to be absolutely shocked at who has been playing at the highest levels of the U.S. government, including in the Oval Office, um, and their connections to to satanic abuse, uh, I don't think you can rule anything out. But you know, it, it absolutely melts the mind of most Americans to think that there are symbols that people use and to connote that they're part of this tribe of, of people that exploit for sex little children and drink the blood and engage in adrenochrome type activities. And to think that all of our elected officials are immune from these type of perversions is perhaps the worst blind spot anybody could have. When you talk, when you recover any single human trafficking victim and you say, what was the thing that broke your heart the most? It is the fact that the people who were supposed to be their saviors were their fucking rapists. Pardon my French. The cops and the judges and the politicians who were supposed to come and rescue them were the ones who were abusing them. Even worse than that, Lee, the foster mother, the foster father, the foster agency. You see, that for me is is just so evil. But it's it's rife. It's rife in in Scandinavia. It's rife in Europe. It's rife all around the world. In Christ, that's even before that's even before we get to Eritrea and Yemen and Mozambique and Central African Republic and countries people don't even know exist. Can you imagine uh, the kind of crimes that go unchecked and unchallenged in in those parts of the world? Well, look, thank you for that. That 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 was a really really good um, brain dump for a lot of people uh, to get savvy on the, the, the worst story in the civilizational basement. We asked, well, how did the people having a hard time, as you say, being blind spotted by not being able to integrate within their conceptual framework uh, that leadership governments and in Congress uh, are involved and complicit with, with, uh, with a baby uh, raping and, and so on. Well, let me let me just educate the audience uh, to that point. Actually, the whole point is that the pyramid of power is the more concentrated evil in our midst. And it was ever thus. That is the extension of the uh, Babylonian enterprise, um, the Canaanite ritualistic enterprise and the Caesars of Rome and their blood cultist enterprise and the Council of Nicaea in the fourth century, uh, which weaponized the message of the master Jesus and set forth a carpet of blood uh, toward uh, Rome and onward through the Vatican complex, which infiltrated through the Jesuitical uh, order, the black papacy, the P2 lodge and the Opus Dei um, element within the Vatican uh, cabal, which is a pure satanic cabal. Um, all of the uh, symbology and totemism and iconoclasm of the Vatican, the Catholic Church, I hate to tell you, is pure Luciferianism and Satanism in that sense. That infiltrated the bedchambers of all of the uh, kings and queens and emperors and empresses of old. And uh, the Jesuitical order became the bedchamber confessors to all of the in uh, the crowned uh, heads of, of Europe and, and Russia and elsewhere, not just there, Mongolia, China and elsewhere. And what happened then was uh, that 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 placing of confessor priests 
under the aegis of the superior general of the Jesuitical order, was effectively planting and creating a global intelligence infrastructure. That is how the uh, papacy grew to such prominence and strength because they were the bedchamber of confessors of all of the crowns, emperors and kings and queens. They knew the secrets, they knew the dying confessions, and they were able to trade that information, those secrets. So if you wonder how blackmail, bribery, corruption uh, emerged uh, as the premise of the global military intelligence uh, infrastructure and governments themselves, uh, congressional halls, the parliaments, and all of the, the troglodytes, the functionaries of the apparatus of power are invariably, uh, not all, but invariably under some threat or the other of exposure and disclosure. Right and bribery. It's endemic. It's, it's everywhere. It's the underpinning of the foundation and cornerstone to the pyramid of power. So that's my little five-minute um, lesson to people who are blind-spotted and having a hard yeah. time contemplating the fact that uh, their local uh, councillor or local mayor might be involved in some trafficking exercise or other. Wake up, people. It's been going on yeah. for thousands of years. All the shame on you and I for having chosen not to look, chosen not to follow the psionic intelligence, that intuition, that God-given conscience of ours, that intuition that says, why is that priest bouncing my kid, my child on its lap with that look, lascivious look on its face? Those are the signs. They are everywhere. They're in front of us when we are walking into the foster agency or walking into the, you know, volunteer with refugee agency or whatever. The signs are all around us. Satan has crept into every single aspect of our lives. And it's down to you and I to be the ones to police that and flush that and stand in our Christ of light and utter of one breath, get thee behind me, Satan. Lee Dundas has been such a delight. I want to give you the last comment here for three or four minutes. The status quo, please. Talk to us about the Kraken, for the love of God. What happened? <laughs> well, um, so here's the thing. I, I think the the biggest thing that I could tell everybody who's got their eye on this little this little chess game that's playing out. What I see in America happening right now is all of my friends and family are getting their their panties in a twist. Pardon the French over the fact that a pawn moves one square on the on the chessboard and all of a sudden is you know diagonally opposite a a a bishop or a queen that that now they're in harm's way and every single move is being myopically focused on in the courts and so if there's a loss you know, 80 million people who voted for Trump are like, oh my gosh, the end is here. And what I what I think needs to be the message for everybody who is listening right now, and tell all your friends and family this, no war that I'm aware of was ever won, not ever, 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 by going through the front door. Maybe there was a front door move going on, but the tipping point was always some brilliant general who had a side door, a back door move that was going on. What we are watching play out right now is a lot of front door activity. 
And, you know, this is a battle, you know, the, the Georgia piece of it with Powell, the Rudy Giuliani piece of it in whatever state he's in this week. This is a pawn on a on a very large chessboard, and it is a day in a battle that is a much longer war. And for all we know, we are not necessarily seeing all the pieces on that chessboard. Trump put an executive order in place over two years ago that put us into a national state of emergency over election fraud and foreign interference. Uh, if you look at the Insurrection Act, which is rarely used in our country, it allows the president to come in and clean house if there is an insurrection. And if you talk about an overthrow of government, which is basically a treasonous activity if it was being helped out by people on the ground in America, through foreign channels trying to swing an election, we have all the moving pieces we need to be invoking things like the Insurrection Act and other military-type options that come on the heels of that. So we're constantly looking at what Rudy and Sidney Powell are doing in court and taking a win on it, taking a loss on it, and that's all well and good. But don't have blinders on. Don't ignore your peripheral vision. Don't fail to realize that there are other things going on right now that you may not be aware of and you're never going to hear about on mainstream news that have been put in place long before the filing in Georgia a week ago and possibly as far back as 2018. Trump is a chess player. He knew this was coming. He knew it was coming for a damned long time. We have foreign interference. We have arguments being made in court that there were equal protection clause violations, which is when the last Insurrection Act was used. It was in equal protection challenges, which is one of the triggers for it in JFK era when you had little, you know, children who weren't white not being integrated and desegregated in the school systems in the South. You have unprecedented amounts of air traffic in and out of Gitmo. You had a renovation of Gitmo. You have all sorts of people that I know in various government agencies saying, stay the damned course. There are going to be thousands, not just hundreds of arrests, but thousands of arrests. The day is yet young. This isn't done. And there is more than one damned way to skin a cat. We all need to just breathe and recognize that the single best thing that we can do right now is keep our emotions in check and recognize that that was a pawn on the chessboard. The game's not over. I don't even think it's begun. So stay the course. Keep your emotions high. Go get some vitamin D and sunlight. Go have some fun with your dogs and your kids. Donate if you haven't donated because this is a battle and it does take you know money and resources. And go wave your flag. We need to show up for the person who has had our back. We need to show up to fight tyranny down. This is a war, not just in the confines of the election. This is a war beyond the election that is going to be fought on the streets with the average mother and father and man and woman in average countries doing average things. We are the leaders we have been waiting for. Hit the damn pavement and make sure you show up because you are the difference in the masses, one vote, one person, when matched with cumulatively a bunch of other like-minded people, we have the difference between tyranny and freedom. We beautiful. have the power. Yeah, that's so beautifully stated. Now, I've been, asked, I've been asked by a number of people if I would do something uh, unusual, which I'm going to do, and that's to recite a poem that I wrote this week. I actually wrote it for Sidney Powell, who's one of your, one of your coterie, and, uh, and I knocked together a little artwork as well, so I'm going to just if I may uh, show you the artwork and I'm going Beautiful. to Beautiful. Nice. poem. Oh, this is nice. my ode to Sydney, the matriarch in our midst, and I count you very much in that same Ooh. in that same echelon Lee. Oh. And the poem 
goes thus. At last the reign of Molochites was rendered to the dawn. A fearsome sound of Adamites was sounded with the horn. And all across the ravaged lands the people coiled in rage to seize this day of reckoning and close the wicked age. A kraken circles high above the skies of Washington and falls upon the serpent's lair, thy holy will be done. For here the reign of Molochites is ended at the dawn, and humankind forevermore is birthed, renewed, reborn. There you have it. That was amazing, Sasha. You need to come to Washington, D.C. this weekend and read that from the uh, U.S. Supreme Court steps where I'm going to be meeting uh, General Flynn's family. Uh, we're going to be showing up for another million uh, man march for Trump. And uh, I encourage all of your listeners uh, to spend the hundred bucks or whatever it is to get there. But you, my friend, uh, if you're inclined to hop a flight out of Valley, I think that there is a time and a place for that poem on the world stage this weekend. I kid you not. That was beautiful. Mm-hmm. They were, if awesome. they weren't threatening to, to skull rape me with one of those disgusting <laughs> COVID nanobots, I'd be on a plane, trust me. <laughs> I think I hear you. Probably a while ago, if that were the case. But the, also, World Freedom Day on December 12th. There's a lot of things that we're working on. Um, you guys, amazing, potent conversation. Not much more to say to it other than everyone take a deep breath. And um, thank you for that poem, Sasha. And thank you, Lee, for sharing that insight and telling everybody to stand their ground. You know, there's. There's a lot, we have a, our after, our behind the scenes mastermind and part of what's coming is is really that call to action that you just laid out. Um, you know, I know you work closely with um, Renette and Tara there in California and we're gonna be putting out, look, Renette. if you're not on our mailing list, not go to Renette. Reclaim Your Lives. We want a unified global effort on that. December 21st at noon around the world. So it'll be a 24 hour of ready, set, go, everyone coming back to life because we know the power of humans as social beings to be influenced. We need to not just be standing alone, but to be standing together in this. So appreciate the wealth of information, inspiration, and literally uh, the the uncovering of the blind spots. Um, this was a really intense conversation, but I think that that's ultimately what we're coming to in humanity is to um, have the courage to look at those blind spots. So thank you both. Thank you everyone for tuning in. We really appreciate and love you all. God bless you, Lee. Thank you, Imani. Thank you. Thank you, Sasha. Thank you, Imani. It was okay. You should have seen um, what he painted, um, and then of course his poem was is, was really nice. Um, but he had this eagle, and it was in flight, and it was coming in to grab something. You know the bad guys, and it's wings were in like in the back like it would do if it were slowing down and then there was water dripping off of its wings and its talons were out it was really something i didn't know he was an artist as well yikes it's amazing he has so many talents incredible I'm sorry I just went on and on about that uh, I I appreciate artwork like that I mean that's just too much um, I was looking at the details just awesome okay thank you for watching I hope this was helpful for you bye bye <laughs>